This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about spouseless eating. And I have to say, I, I had this like on my shared calendar that my wife, Lori, can see. And uh, all through the week, she kept telling me how kind of scary she found it when she would pull up the calendar and see that it said <laughs> spouseless eating as if I was planning some sort of double indemnity murder. It, it's a weird phrase. Maybe we should break it down. What do we mean by spouseless eating? It's the stuff you eat or cook when your spouse isn't going to be around to eat with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is, this is going to be a great one, I can tell. I, I hear that you you interviewed Brandon and asked him what he thinks you eat. Uh, yes, when you're not uh, interview around. is a bit of a formal. It's a little too formal for what happened. You here, you weren't carrying one of those microphones like the news station. I was box not, and, on I, it. and you know I I may slightly distort his words. So you Good. know this is just me paraphrasing. Okay. So here's what I did. I made a little list, just quickly, 10 seconds, of what I thought Brandon ate when I wasn't around. Oh, I see. And then I asked him what he actually does eat. And it was interesting. I mean, you know, nothing was scandalous, but it was interesting to see the ways in which we diverged. Okay. So I was pretty sure that Brandon subsisted entirely on Kettle brand salt and vinegar chips. Those are good. When I wasn't around. Because sometimes I'll get into his car and find (laughs) a crumpled up full-size bag Wow. Of kettle chips empty. Now, to be on, fair, those on, kettle chip bags don't really have that many chips. That's true. In There's them. a lot of air in yeah. there. But anyway, I was pretty sure that when I'm not around, he eats exclusively potato chips. Mm-hmm. And maybe he supplements that diet with some tortilla chips and salsa. That's good. That's balanced. Um, I also thought he might make some soba noodles. He makes this soba noodle salad with peanut sauce. I was pretty sure that he drank vast gallons of juice, like bathtubs full of juice. Brandon what, loves juice. What kind of Any kind of juice? Um, really acidic stuff, like grapefruit juice. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it turns out that I was, I think that I, I had misaligned my poor husband. I think that he actually eats a little <laughs> more sanely than I expected. I'm sorry. Did you just say you misaligned him? Are you, are you his chiropractor? <laughs> I mean, he was so. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking? For? I believe it's maligned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna go home and go to bed. Now. 
<laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I underestimated him. Mm-hmm. It turns out Brandon eats a lot of that soba salad. Okay. It turns out that he also really good. It, it turns out he also eats a lot of chickpeas, which uh, anybody who who reads my blog knows that Brandon's way into chickpeas. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out he uh, he doesn't drink very much juice. He's kind of been <laughs> off juice lately, and he eats no sweets. Apparently, I'm the sweets pusher in the house. He eats none when I'm not around. Interesting. Now, did you ask him what he thinks you eat when when? Yes, and okay. I, I wrote down what he said verbatim. Oh boy, he said, "I think you eat roasted cauliflower with an egg on top, and you drink one glass of wine, and then you leave the rest sitting on the counter until the rest of the bottle goes bad." <laughs> Is it true? Is he right? It's kind of true. Because I'm the world's biggest lightweight, but I like to drink a glass of wine. Uh So I'll open up a bottle of wine. I'll drink a glass of it. I'll probably have some work to do after dinner. So I'll only have one glass. And then I let the rest sit on the counter for about a week until it goes bad. You need wine in a box. Maybe. You know, he was kind of right. Only I have to say that he... um, I think that he thought a bit too highly of me to think that I go to the trouble to actually roast cauliflower and fry an egg when sometimes I just eat peanut butter straight off the spoon. I've oh, been known great. to, uh, well, you know, eat a bunch of, say, leftover braised cabbage, mm-hmm. which I really love, and then uh, round out that meal with an ice cream sandwich. This is, this is sounding better and better. This mm-hmm. is, and then it's still somewhat more ambitious than what I usually eat. When yeah, Lori so isn't let, around. Let's, so let's talk about, about you. Should we start with you or Lori? Well, I mostly asked Lori about what I eat. I know that she, she eats egg salad when I'm not around. Which she, oh, uh, God, she always egg eats, salad. She always eats, yeah, let, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> uh, she, um, I, I know she takes, uh, she, she takes lunch to work, and um, all my, I think every day takes Triscuits and cheddar cheese and an apple. And that's uh, that's the core of her lunch. That's is such that, a cute lunch. It's, that's like, like, it's a, like a plowman's like a lunch, right? lunch. Well, it is. It's like a... It's like an American plowman's lunch. Yes. Yeah. All the all of the all the individual pieces except perhaps the tr- perhaps the triscuits are better than you would find what you would find in a lunchables. I feel I feel like I have to defend her. Against, okay. okay. I guess the lunchable I mean, Lori, accusation. Lori, uh, Lori, when you listen to this, I, I didn't really mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I asked I asked her what she thinks I eat when she's not around and and she said she had a two item list. Hot pockets. <laughs> And she said, candy bars, because I was looking in your jacket pocket for the keys the other day, and I found a peanut butter Snickers wrapper. Oh, boy. And Busted. Yeah, I, I can't tell you, like, how tense I got, like, when she said, I was looking in your jacket pocket, and I found, because as far as I know, I don't have any, any terrible secrets. A piece of paper with a phone number and some lipstick kissy lips on it. <laughs> right, that, that's the sort of thing that you would expect someone to say after that, and I, and I don't have any things like that, or, or, I mean, if I did, I wouldn't keep them in my jacket pocket, I Wow, hope. you're talking but, really fast now, like you're trying to defend <laughs> yourself. Wow. Yeah, I better... Wow, trying to defend the guilty conscience. Okay, but the peanut butter Snickers thing is definitely true. I am definitely guilty of uh having a candy bar um yeah. sometimes i will bring home like i did the other day a couple of those uh, reese's peanut butter hearts that they do every year at valentine's day those are really good uh, have you had the reese's peanut butter trees i ate a oh, bunch yeah. of those at christmas those i love those those limited edition reese's they items. have so they're much so peanut fresh. butter inside, yeah and they're fresh yes yeah, they're very fresh so wait what about the hot pots accusation hot pockets <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm, I'm just going to take my headphones off now, and I'm really um, going home. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I did hot pots. I, I, you know, I'm sitting there at the table by myself with this with this platter of uh, of raw meat, and uh, it's it's very Mongolian. 
Hot pockets. Okay. She's wrong about the hot pockets. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's a reasonable accusation because at, there was a point in my life when I did eat hot pockets on a fairly regular basis, probably when Lori and I were in college together. And uh, my grandmother, to this day, clips Hot Pockets coupons from the Sunday paper and mails them to me. Oh, that's sweet. I know. Um, but uh, I, do, I do eat Stouffer's French bread pizza on a fairly regular basis, which is in pretty fact, much a Hot Pocket turned inside out. In fact, you just prepared a Stouffer's French bread pizza for lunch for me today. I did. Oh, it was really sweet. And I brought over that braised cabbage I mentioned. That which I, was very good. Yeah. I thought they went very well together. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. I really burned the crap out of the roof of my mouth on that French bread pizza, but there's a price to pay for crunchy gooeyness. Yeah, that's that's one of its many dangers. Uh, I mean, the <laughs> what are the other ones? Well, you know, it's it's got it's very angular around the crust, the edge of the crust, in the same way as like Captain Crunch. So it can tear up the roof of your mouth, even if you have been patient enough to let it cool, which I doubt many aficionados of Stouffer's French bread pizza ever do. But even if even if you did, there's there's still there's a lot of potential for injury there. Okay. Wow. Good to know. So what what do you think ties together all of these things that we like to eat when our spouse isn't around? I mean, I have, I have some theories, but uh, what's what's your theory? You know, it's funny because the things that I tend to eat when he's not around, they're all things that he likes. Right. You know, um, yeah, it, it's not that it, it's stuff that he doesn't eat or something that he doesn't like or that he would turn his nose up at. I think it's just that. Well, I get kind of lazy when he's not around, Mm -hmm. all right? So I will tend to, like, you know, just cook a big pot of some vegetable and, like, chow on that rather than making multiple things. So part of it is laziness. My baseline comfort zone is somewhere between vegetables and ice cream. And I could live on that combination for a long time. So when Brandon's not around, that's sort of my default. Like, I'm going to eat a bunch of vegetables, and then I'm going to chow on some dessert. Yeah, I I totally feel the same way as... um yeah, I mean, really, really about about both, and I think, you know, for me, there there is the the embarrassment factor is is definitely there, and uh, and I don't know if this is if this is a cook thing or just a guy thing or what, but like, I don't know that Lori would dislike Stouffer's French bread pizza, but like, I can't. It would feel embarrassing to serve Stouffer's French bread pizza to right, someone there, other than myself. I feel like there are there are convenience foods that. You know, that when we're in the course of our sort of busy daily lives, you know, today, here we are meeting quickly at lunchtime to record this. Oh, yes. Very busy. Oh, my gosh. We're so busy. Yeah. Um, Somehow, when you're on your own, it seems excusable to just sort of grab whatever is close at hand and put it in your face. But I feel like, especially for those of us who really like to cook and who, you know, devote a lot of time to cooking, and that's how we spend time with the people we care about, I think... I don't know. All of a sudden, maybe it feels a little embarrassing to choose something that's... Maybe another way that I could put this is that um, Stouffer's French bread pizza probably never got anyone laid. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's just keep it with that. We can just cut out what I said. (laughs) So eggs are sort of my default protein. So Brandon wasn't too far off when he said that I would roast some cauliflower and put an egg on top and eat that for dinner. Because yeah, I I agree. Very often I get really excited about the vegetable component and doing something interesting with that. And then the protein is sort of like, oh, well, what can I put with this to make it a meal? 
And then I also have uh, like a couple of things that nobody else in the family would really go for. And so if I want to eat a bunch of that, then I'm going to have to make it for myself. And these, these are things that I'll probably make for myself for dinner, like when everyone else is out of town. And uh, the, the thing that came to mind was uh, in an old issue of uh, Martha Stewart Everyday Food, there was this recipe for stir-fried shrimp, uh, crispy stir-fried shrimp with, uh, with orange sauce. And uh, Lori is not fond of shrimp. Iris doesn't like spicy things, and it's spicy. And so I will, I will just make this for myself for dinner and eat the whole thing with rice. Excellent. And I also make myself English muffin pizzas. <laughs> what about bagel pizzas? That's interesting. Like, um, would you use like or a store bought like pizza like bagels? Lenders, lenders bagel, Thomas's bagel type of thing. Well, back in the day mm-hmm. when I was in grade school, uh, the New York Bagel Shop opened up in the strip mall near where I lived, and we were all very excited about it. So we would go and get pizza bagels, where they would take you know their whatever giant can of tomato sauce and warm it up, spoon some of it over the bagel, put a big old slab of mozzarella on top and stick it under the toaster. Oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, it you know, you'd wind up with a lot of hot ooze coming through the bagel hole, but... You would wind up with a lot of hot sauce and cheese. Uh (laughs) Seep seep out of the confines of the the bagelature. (laughs) But. (laughs) 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 I just shouldn't have gotten out of bed this morning. Oh, boy. Anyway, it could be messy. I love pizza bagels. I used to get them at the bagel stop on Broadway before it closed like so why did you 15 just years ago. describe all that? <laughs> you just set me up. So we're going to put the recipes uh, for the dishes that we enjoyed today up on the website. That would be um, Stouffer's French bread pizza. Yeah, stay tuned for that recipe. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I'll be posting the recipe for the braised red cabbage that I made. It's got, it's got some grated apple in it and honey and vinegar, a little caraway seed. Very so, tasty. So a recipe for something people might actually want to make. Yeah, yeah. I, I make it, people. Step one, open the box. <laughs> Isn't that the bar where it's... Isn't that, isn't that step one of dick, dick in a, in a box? box. <laughs> is, well, that? I, that's that's a, that's a really ecological approach to the pizza. Um, you know, now you've got this empty box. Right. Uh-huh. Might as well put something else in it. I, also, uh, also something you can do with bagel holes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, this this episode is rated. NC. Everybody. It's NC. It's rated <laughs> NC 99. <laughs> Wait a minute. Doesn't that mean nobody under 99? Yeah. It... Then nobody can listen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's my point. Okay, great. Okay. Well, the, cent- the, 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 the dirty centenarians can listen to it. Great. And those are some of our biggest fans. I'll have you yeah, know. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show you can enjoy with the one you love. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
<laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 